0: summer skate studios this is analytics and eyeballs brought to you by top golf at every top golf it's about fun climate control based increased safety measures with your choices of games as well as our sports bar and restaurant see your local top golf center or go to topgolf.com san diego state university building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in california go to SDSUHockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice summer skates shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team at summerskates.com adrian college championship aspirations on the ice and in the classroom for more information go to adrianbulldogs.com mhockeyd m d1 Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different styles of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Toyota of the Desert, your trusted Toyota dealership in Cathedral City, California, at Toyotaofthedesert.com. Oklahoma University, 20 years of the action you crave, only faster, at ouhockey.net. Caesars Sportsbook app, where every play earns you Caesars' rewards towards dining, tickets, VIP experiences, and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, and our second location, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
1: Well, welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be joining us tonight on this Monday night, Scott Strandy with you live in Palm Springs, California. My co-host is always from that big, beautiful palatial estate where he's down in the basement again tonight, Paul Hornstein. Paul, how are you?
0: I'm always down in the basement.
1: (laughs) No, sometimes you sit out on that big palatial deck of yours.
0: Uh, Palatial is not the word I'd use, but okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> anyway <laughs> sometimes you do but the weather not good today or you just opted no, for the basement
0: it's, it's kind of sticky out there today oh. um, it's been kind of that way not, and not listen if it's sunny out and a little sticky it doesn't bother me but when it's constantly that cloudy overcast kind of heavy kind of always feels like it's about to rain sort of sticky
1: Okay, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to explain something to me. What what's this cloud cover stuff you're talking about?
0: Well, it's this thing that they used to have. You know, oh. somewhere we, we,
1: we don't have it here in the desert.
0: No, apparently not. Um, <laughs> this is the anniversary, though apparently of the hottest day ever in the valley at 122.
1: Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> not this valley either you're talking about the valley of uh, Phoenix yeah, the Arizona. Valley of the sun, yeah, Phoenix yeah yeah you're not talking about the Coachella Valley
0: no no um, um what do you want to start tonight it get you to want to 122 there
1: uh, yeah it can yeah it can um we're not All far right, from I Death don't... Valley in case you haven't uh haven't noticed well I don't' look, look on it. the map anyway where Why do you want to start I do tonight I don't
0: look I don't look at the map for anything else that's for sure
1: <laughs> where do you want to start tonight do you want to start talking about maybe AHL goaltenders that might be headed to the Big Apple. they will start there.
0: What? What? Who? What? Where? (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay.
1: Okay. We'll leave that for a little bit later down the show. So people that are tuning in a little later can uh, make sure they get your, um, joy overjoyed. Maybe is the term.
0: Um, yeah, that's not what I would use, but okay.
1: <laughs> Maybe it won't happen. We'll see. Anyway, um, no. you know, last, uh, last time we were on on Monday, I believe we talked about schedules in Colorado. We talked about Colorado oh, yeah. College. We talked about Denver. Um, you know, and uh, now it's time to move on to a couple of our uh, new teams.
0: Well, um, did we? I don't know. Did we get the, the, the Fairbanks schedule?
1: No, no, we haven't gotten to uh, Alaska's or um, yeah, uh, any of those. We, we just got to, the, to Arizona State. Right. We Denver. did them one day. And then we did the uh, Colorado College and Denver schedules last time we were on. So tonight, right. well, no, it, well, okay. It'll tonight you know it's, it's North Dakota and Augustana. All right, well, two of our can't. three new teams. Three? Omaha. Don't forget about oh. Omaha. They're in the West. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. I, you you don't want to you don't you
1: don't like Omaha or
0: what? No, it's fine. I just listen. I didn't know you were cloning yourself. That's all. I just Don't know how you're going to do that, but okay. Like <laughs>
1: well, can't, can't we just keep track? I mean, it, it's it's all can't, west. No, can we just keep track of the West? Of
0: the west? I, I watch most of their games anyway, so Don't you
1: have NCHC.tv? Well, that's
0: what I said. I watch most of their okay. games anyway.
1: See? So there you go. There you go. It's fine. You can watch them on multiple screens, um, you know, everything that they provide is top-notch.
0: No, I get that. And thankfully it is
1: <laughs> so anyway, is it October yet because the hockey season ended no, for listen, us here in Coachella Valley last uh, Wednesday night in a very somber sad night
0: it's true um I much kudos though I watched the beginning of the game much kudos uh, to the way that building was was jumping before the game and and so forth and so on um, it was really really um it was, it was really a sight to see, and, and good for those folks there.
1: Shout-out to Grant Fear for uh, doing the color for most of the TV games, if not all of the TV games locally.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I saw a story on him about that. He goes like, this is perfect. I get to do hockey and play golf.
1: Yeah, tough life for Grant. Yeah. <laughs> he has a hard time finding a golf course, I'm told, about here.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, and then, you know, <laughs> You know, he's a Hall of Famer, so, you know, he might have a few connections. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he does. Anyway, um, so the season ended Wednesday. Friday was uh, media availability, clean out day. Um, I don't know what you want to tell. The last day of, uh, of the season officially is guys packed up by some many sticks, I some many bags, um, getting ready to be shipped out to various places around the world. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a, it's always kind of a sad day, but you know, uh, I, I could tell, uh, by visiting with, uh, about seven of the, um, uh, of the, uh, firebirds that they, they, I don't want to say content is a word, but they know what they accomplished. I mean, certainly they wanted to win the Calder cup, but, uh, they said almost to a man that, you know, they, they didn't have any expectations coming into the season. Uh, for crying out loud, Paul, they started in Seattle for 22 games, lived in a hotel, didn't even have a building of their own. Then they moved in mid-season in December um, and then just kind of took things by storm uh, all the way through the Calder Cup playoffs, all the way to the very last game. And um, I think after talking to a couple of the Hershey Bears, they would tell you that um, perhaps uh, Coachella Valley was the best team and um, the Hershey Bears just, were able to outlast them in overtime.
0: Well, that's what it comes down to, right? Once you hit the overtime, it's a crapshoot; it's anybody's game. Um, and that is the joy of playoff hockey at just about every level. Um, you know, the, the, this. You know the the. You know, you never know whether the game will be over on the first shot in overtime or the 50th shot in overtime or the 60th shot in overtime
1: or in the first overtime, second, third, or fifth.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the point. I mean, that's the beauty of it, you know? Um, And that's why there's nothing better than playoff hockey.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So the playoffs will be a ways away for uh, NCAA hockey, but The schedules are out, and uh, as we started off on the top of the show talking about that, we've talked about Arizona State. They have a very interesting uh, schedule, to say the least. We talked about the uh, Denver Pioneers and the Colorado College Tigers. And um, now we have the University of North Dakota Fighting Hawks.
0: Uh, I have people telling me that's not the nickname, but, you know, whatever. (laughs)
1: <laughs> just look at the jerseys. That's all you got to do. Look at the jerseys okay, that you I, see I, out listen, there and I see if know, there's just, uh, how many Hawks there are versus Sue. Uh,
0: well, <laughs> whose jerseys? On ice or off the ice?
1: Off the ice. On this, they're all going to be Hawks, unfortunately.
0: Uh, I, I'm listen. I don't know. I'm just asking. No, I know.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, so let's uh, let's go through this. Um, did you find an Augustana schedule, or are you just kind of piecing it together? No, no, I got their schedule. Great, um, great, great, great. Uh, okay. Or
0: at least what they've released. It looks pretty full. There might okay. be a game or two missing, but it looks pretty full. Um, the Robert Morris schedule is out too. I know okay. we don't cover, but we know that uh, our buddy Derek Schooley has got to be very excited to uh, to uh, get started up again. So I just pull. I just have that pulled up just in case you want that too.
1: Okay, well, let's start with North Dakota because they're opening again, uh, as they typically do, with an exhibition against the University of Manitoba. Um, that's been tradition for ever, uh, I think. Um, so it's not unusual. October 7th, that Saturday night, they will host them at uh, Ralph Engelstad Arena, better known as the Ralph. Um, so Why, Does he not have a last name? Is he, not, he does not have his and, name on the building? Are we gonna and, do uh, he, 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 he's known as Ralph. No. Okay, well, if if you don't believe that, what we're going to have to do is bring you to Grand Forks in January and uh, let you walk around the building and and, uh, see how many folks call it the Ralph. Will that convince you?
0: I don't care. They're still wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love the Ralph. Anyway, uh, they will then, the following weekend... Host, along with Bemidji State, the Icebreaker Tournament. Paul, this one is interesting because Army yeah. Army, and Wisconsin will be the two foes for um, the University of North Dakota. So uh, one really, really veteran head coach and uh, storied program against a new head coach and a storied program. Um, your thoughts on that first weekend in the Icebreaker?
0: Well, listen... You know, you're sitting there, and you know you're 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 opening up. Um, your opening weekend is Army, and a very interesting story in Wisconsin. I mean, Army is Army, right? I mean, they're you know they're 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 a legacy program. They're a legacy team, um, and. You know, you know what you're going to get from them, right? It's like when you play Air Force; you know that you better play from the drop of the puck until the final whistle goes because you know they're going to,
1: right? Any, mean, any chance the uh, Stanley Cup makes an appearance at that Army UND game?
0: Um, at that point, I don't know.
1: I think that'd be kind of cool though, because everybody knows what Ralph Engelstad did for for Las Vegas. And how important he was for uh, hockey in Las Vegas. And well, and everybody knows that Bill Foley and his ties to Army, being a former well, Black Knight himself. The um,
0: He was on uh, one of the big, giant, major NHL podcasts. Ours? Um, no, not quite? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Um, 32 Thoughts. Okay. Canadian, based in Canada.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
0: And, um, Everything's
1: on, based there except the Stanley Cup.
0: That's true. It, I, I don't know if you
1: know this, but Nevada has more Stanley Cups since 1993 than the country of Canada.
0: Yeah, I know, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, I might piss somebody off, but who cares? Um, well, no, because they, the, Elliot Friedman asked Bill Foley where the cup was going to go, and I thought for sure he'd say West Point. It's got to go there at some point, though. There's, They might wait until the, till the season starts, so maybe not going to be there over the summer. But there's no way he's not taking that thing to West Point at some point uh, in the next
1: Well, maybe if they'd let him months. call his team the Black Knights, he, he might have, but who knows? Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's a little, um, I don't know, petty?
0: Uh, I don't think that that's quite... Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to West Point at some point in time.
0: Yeah, it's just a matter of I would I I can't imagine. You know, I thought he would do it over the summer, but then I'm as I'm sitting here talking, I'm like, no, he's going to wait till the season's underway because he's going to want those players to have their moment there, and that campus is is going to get the full cup treatment. So,
1: and it'll uh, probably be a weekend when they're uh, playing very close to your home.
0: Uh maybe. Who knows maybe that would be that would be kind of cool um you know uh
1: would, would you go to army to see that if uh... yes okay just checking yes, i would just checking okay so army and uh wisconsin will be the two teams that will be doing battle in the icebreaker against north dakota and bemidji state by the way bemidji state and north dakota are about 90 miles maybe a little more than that, 100 miles apart Really? so it's not a uh, major thing it's a little bit farther than denver and cc or Denver and Air Force, but um, not bad. I mean, that time of year in October, there probably ain't going to be more than, no, six, 12 inches of snow on the ground.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. No, thank you.
1: But they'll get the highways plowed. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> there won't be much snow in early October, but Thanksgiving or uh, Halloween, yeah, you might not want to be traveling up there.
0: Uh, n- yeah, I, uh, yeah. Um, is it? Is it September? Maybe. Is it the first week in October? Maybe.
1: When, um, when do you want to go, July?
0: Uh, no. Well, maybe. <laughs> I would go there in July, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a little sticky in July, too, by the way. There. Is it? i sure uh, it is. And, yeah, there's 10,000 lakes in Minnesota, and Grand Forks is just across the river. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so that'll be that will be the icebreaker to get things rolling the following by weekend. The way, that's there's gonna yeah. be a
0: lot of attention in that because Wisconsin's gonna be in that.
1: Yeah, Mike Hastings making his uh, debut. Yeah, for the uh, Badgers.
0: You know, and it's not like North Dakota and Wisconsin have any history.
1: No, no, no. We might have to revisit the water bottle incident. Oh God, to yes, start that. Please.
0: let's. I mean, we got Rick Zombo's take on it. I mean, let's. Um,
1: Um, Maybe we we look for Kerry Eads that weekend.
0: Well, that's fine. Let's see
1: what Kerry's got in a memory bank. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. So the next weekend, uh, what they would call the Territorial Cup, if you will, of their own. uh, Minnesota and Logan Cooley and Jimmy Snuggard and the boys making the trip to face off against the Fighting Hawks.
0: Wait, Logan Cooley, isn't he going to, wasn't he the number three pick?
1: Yeah, yeah, last year.
0: Oh, he's not, oh, he's going to stay in Minnesota? Yeah. He's going to stay in, oh, oh okay. Yeah, he's got
1: larger crowds, twice as many, by the way.
0: Well, I'm just, was just saying, I I, I can't, the number three pick. Good for <laughs> you to turn it down.
1: And- anyway, so the Gophers travel to Grand Forks October 20th and 21st. Then the very next weekend, another interesting matchup. These are all interesting, but this one is really good. Minnesota State, without Mike Hastings, without Dryden McKay, make a trip to North Dakota. Paul, your thoughts on Minnesota State heading to face the Green and White?
0: Oh, did they have? To, I think they should have let Dryden McKay stay.
1: <laughs> you don't like him in Newfoundland.
0: Oh, it's just I liked him <laughs> in Minnesota State. It was.
1: Okay, so uh, there, there's Minnesota State. Then they finally go on the road. North Dakota doing it right. They play at home, get their feet wet. Then, then the first weekend of November, they'll make a trip to play Boston University. Um, Paul, they're coming out east. Yeah. How um, will they fare against BU?
0: That's a really good question. You know, BU had a resurgence last year. And... You know they've always got plenty of talent on that team, and I know this is—I mean, this is this is gonna. This is about as tough a non-conference schedule as you're gonna find. Bradbury yeah. wasn't. Playing.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the guys that he brought in this year, Paul, I think they'll be okay. Just, well, listen, it's not like saying.
0: I'm not saying North Dakota is not going to be good either. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying this is. Um. Uh, I mean, you you tell me. I mean, you're opening up with Army, right? And you know that they're going to be ready, even if they aren't the most talented team. Um, Wisconsin is going to be, you know, looking to show themselves for the new coach. Then the other Maroon and Gold team, Minnesota State and BU, before you even get to the Vampires in conference play.
1: Yeah, and you got to do BU and Minnesota Duluth the first two weeks in November, both on the road.
0: I mean, that's crazy. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, you that's go, a
1: championship schedule, my friend. That's what they that like is, to call that championship schedule. Oh,
0: oh, that is a that is an insane, absolutely insane start of the season. And I'm not trying to knock. Um. You know, they'll, after they played your Bulldogs, the Vampires, they're going to be playing uh, uh, Miami at home. Um, n- no disrespect to Miami. But that is just, I mean, if you're 500 with this schedule, you're in the tournament. I mean, I don't care. That, that is insanity.
1: It is a rough, rough schedule, but that should prepare you for a very good uh, NCHE schedule this year.
0: I mean I mean you look at this schedule, I mean, holy smokes. Right? I mean you're the the only school you would well, I mean, like I said, I mean I there's nobody. There's nobody in this non conference schedule where you're like, Oh, you can take that night off.
1: Nope, there is not. So so Miami on the 17th and 18th will go to the Ralph. uh, Followed up on Thanksgiving weekend uh, at the Ralph with Bemidji State coming to town. Then it's ready for December, and that's when the NCHC schedule gets hot and heavy. Um, Here they go. They're going to Denver first weekend in December. Then they're going to have Colorado College coming uh, to the Ralph, and that, as we know, is uh, a trip that Coach Mayotte loves going to play in Grand Forks.
0: Well, you know, CC is, is, you know, like I said, I mean, that was, you know, the site of probably the best weekend that Mayotte and CC had in their first year.
1: Yeah, thought done I think I, I don't think they even argue with you on that
0: right and we know how much better they got this year this past season right even though they they didn't get to the tournament they got to the semifinals of the conference tournament baby steps right or maybe even toddler steps I don't want to say baby steps right and um
1: building blocks can we just say building blocks?
0: Okay, whatever you want to call them, I don't semantics. <laughs> yeah, I don't really
1: so Denver in Denver, CC in Grand Forks, and then you uh, have a couple of weeks off, and then you get a chance on December thirtieth to play the U.S. under eighteen team in an exhibition, which I know is something they the uh, folks in Grand Forks always enjoy, is bringing that uh, Team USA under eighteen team up there. Um, they usually don't. Uh, Fair as well as uh, they hope they will, but UND normally pretty much dominates that time. But uh, December thirtieth, Paul means that there'll be some guys uh, from from Grand Forks that won't be there well, because sure they so. will be where
0: at the uh, well, maybe at the World Junior Tournament.
1: What do you mean, maybe? Maybe you don't think there's going to be some guys wearing green and white that are going to change to uh, red, white, and blue for that weekend or that couple I, of weeks? I don't
0: know. There's not a lot of them. That are on the uh, Summer Showcase roster. Which we're going to get to in a little bit, by the way. Or at least, let me rephrase that, at least not listed to have had played yet at UND.
1: Yeah, true. Okay, so we flipped the calendar to 2024. First weekend of January, guess who's coming to town? Those pesky Alaska Fairbanks Nanooks. How excited yeah, do you think those boys are to get a chance to to play Denver at home early in the year, and then get Grand Forks or get North Dakota in Grand Forks to start the new year?
0: Well, listen, I mean, you know, the goal will be the same for for Fairbanks. Try to steal a couple of those.
1: A and couple, boy, aren't you being aren't you being something?
0: I said try. <laughs>
1: I think they'd be very happy with one.
0: Well, I, that's what I said. Try and steal a couple.
1: <laughs> okay. So Alaska, the first weekend of January, that'll be followed up by Omaha coming to Grand Forks to the Ralph, the uh, Omaha Mavericks. Yeah, That will be followed up by a trip to St. Cloud State, which is always interesting. Right, And then guess what? This year they get to play four games against the Pioneers and the Pioneers will be making their trip to Grand Forks. I don't know how the schedule makers ended up with this one, but David, sorry, David Carl, sorry about that trip. January 25th and, uh, or 26th and 27th. You're going to Grand Forks. Yuck.
0: Well, I mean, this is why they want ASU in the, in the NCHC. (laughs) <laughs> and they can have those three, you know, those three tripods for scheduling purposes. Maybe they won't have to go to Grand Forks in in, in January.
1: <laughs> and, and I think all of our listeners are going like, I wonder if Paul Hornstein should go on that trip.
0: That's not happening.
1: January twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Oh, and by the way, Paul, if you think it's hard to get from Long Island to Minneapolis, try going from Long Island to Grand Forks. I can't even imagine. <laughs> in bad weather, by the way. Anyway, so that, that round's January. February starts with Miami uh, or with Grand uh, UND going from Grand Forks to Oxford to play uh, Miami Redhawks. Then uh, they got a weekend off. Then they go to Colorado College to play the Tigers. And then uh, the last weekend in February... They get the Bulldogs, or as you like to say, the Vampires coming to Grand Forks. So um, that stretch, Paul, how important is that stretch going to be? Because you only got a couple of weekends left of regular season play. Um, and you got Miami at Miami, Colorado College at CC at Robeson, and Minnesota Duluth and Western Michigan. There's a four-weekend stretch. Um Boy, that could really say a lot about the NCHC placement, couldn't it?
0: Well, what it's going to do is get you ready for the conference tournament and the NCAA tournament, like this entire schedule. I mean, uh, I can't remember um, in all the times that we've been doing this, um, a team that usually is ranked near the top, like the green and white, Uh, that's playing a non-conference schedule like this.
1: Do you think that has something to do with last year where they didn't really play their best? And typically North Dakota is a team that um, builds slowly and they turn it on at the uh, start of the new year. Um, Not that they don't play well in the beginning, but that's typically what happens. Do you think this is a... um, Because last year, remember, they were fighting it uh, to try to win the, the NCHC tournament and secure a spot in the tournament?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, but that's not the norm. I mean.
1: No, it's not the norm, but do you think this was a little, wait, let's put this schedule together uh, to toughen us up along the way?
0: I, I guess. I don't know how much of the schedule was made before last year because, you know, sometimes, you know, the schedules are made a couple of years in advance. And I don't know what the agreements are, but I mean,
1: well, it's not going to hurt, correct? I mean, it's not going to no, hurt. Oh, listen, like I said,
0: you play you with that schedule. You could finish the season, the reg, you know, the 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 overall season, not necessarily even the conference. If you finish five hundred with that schedule, uh, I don't want to say you'd be a, still be a lock for the tournament, but I'd be shocked just because of the amount of wins that you have and playing these teams on the road yeah wow
1: you know yeah it's brutally tough i'm glad we had a chance to look at that one uh first and foremost um then of course it's the nchc quarterfinals march 15th and 17th or to the 17th then the uh nchc frozen face-off uh the 22nd 23rd of course in saint paul followed by the ncaa regionals the last weekend of march and of course this year the frozen four will be in the great state of hockey minnesota paul york. will be front and center New york with a paul will be front and center with new a york? target for people to throw uh darts at him
0: well wait you're talking about new york right this great state of hockey it's no the state of both. hockey This is where they have, New York is where they have the most NCAA D1 teams.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Just checking. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so that's the breakdown of the University of North Dakota. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Let's sneak in the roster from the World Juniors, and then we'll finish up by looking at those uh, brand-new guys from Augustana and Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We'll be right back.
0: All right. wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick. At Behind The Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our Three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, Yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it, but when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right in the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number summer skates the ultimate hockey players footwear are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house head to icetimehockeywest.com and click on the summer skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that, and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegris. And
1: they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie score. McCarr. He'll Stars
0: on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe and 592 West White Mountain Boulevard in Pine Top, as well as its Ghost Kitchen in Queen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering, as well, call us at 480 687 2485. Or order online at thespaghetti shack.com.
1: From the nation's best college hockey conference.
0: This is ITHSW Podcast's Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network.
1: Indeed it is, Analytics and Eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful, hot Palm Springs, California. My co-host is always, from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York where it might be a little sticky, and you know what, but the the fans are going, the air conditioning cranked on high, the servants with the ice-cold beverages, the summer skates on his feet, the feet up and relaxing. One Paul Hornstein.
0: Well, you have two hosts with the same (laughs) name? Because I don't know who you're describing. You weren't
1: describing me. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so we ended something. We ended the first the first segment by talking about the um, North Dakota schedule, which is just, as you said, un- unbelievably difficult. Uh, now what we're going to do is jump into a look at the roster that was announced, Paul, for USA Hockey and the uh, World Junior Summer Camp, Development Camp, whatever you want to call it. And um, we'll, we'll find out uh, just exactly... Uh, who's going to be in the summer showcase and those players will then um, be the group or a group that will be selected to uh, to play their hockey uh, in Sweden this uh, holiday season.
0: Well, I mean there's yeah, there's a lot of guys. Um, you know it's uh, some interesting some interesting names there.
1: Okay, let's let's talk about some interesting names. Let's start right with the goaltenders, uh, Trey Augustine. Hmm? Probably the he's the guy that the guy that's got the number one spot right now.
0: Yeah, but um, ironically, he's not even the guy that's been on the, the the got the most experience
1: yet. To be
0: honest, there's there's um, some other guys. Uh, there's another goalie on the team that's actually this will be his third. Summer showcase, so that'll be an interesting thing to watch. He's not going to play, I don't think, over Augustine. Uh, Andrew Oke, um, who plays in the OHL, eligible to be drafted this year. Um,
1: Which, by the way, is going to be happening in just a couple of days in Nashville. Trey Augustine, also eligible to be drafted.
0: uh, He is, yes, the goalies are the weird thing, right? I mean, very few teams take goalies early a weird weird thing you know um, yeah i hear you
1: and he's a michigan native so you know that's going to be an interesting Plays on the uh under uh under what 18 team right now uh or his most recent team
0: well yeah i mean well and he's also still playing his ohl team is the saginaw spirit so he's still playing in michigan
1: Okay, um, so that's that's probably the lead spot in the goaltender is uh, Trey Augustine. Uh, there yeah, are I just, I five know. in camp.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my guess is he'll probably still he'll probably be uh, the third goalie. Uh, you know, Trey Augustine played last year, so did uh, one of the other guys in, in, in the camp, Tyler Muslick, who played at New Hampshire last year. Um, was a sixth round pick of the Panthers. I mean, those will probably be the goalies. I would say the other two guys, uh, Jacob Fowler and Hampton Slikinski? Uh I can't even. I think that's right. Um, yeah, did
1: try. Not,
0: you know they're they're they're, pro- they're also eligible. You've drafted this year. This is probably just a showcase for them to almost for the twenty twenty five. World juniors.
1: Yeah, and you know what? You need bodies in this uh, scenario yeah, because uh, that that's what you need. You don't want to uh, go into this thing um, it, not getting the best out of your players. No. So you want them to be challenged. Yeah. And that's what this roster does. So that's your goaltender. 16 defensemen coming to camp. Um, you know, I, I look at some of the names on here and I go uh, Seamus Casey, Ryan Chesley. Uh, you look at guys like Lane Hudson, uh, Charlie Letty uh, names that have been around before Garrett Brown um you know so there's uh, some guys that you think yeah they're kind of they're kind of locks but uh, let's yeah, bring this think. one up Jake levanovich what about him the kid from Gilbert Arizona Played the Chicago deal right um draft eligible again this year yeah born well, to North well, Dakota
0: well yeah if he doesn't yeah if he doesn't sign yeah or can't imagine he would he would, but who knows?
1: Sign with who? I don't
0: know, if he gets drafted. Yeah, he's not signing right away. Sorry. All right, well, whatever. You
1: know. So anyway, uh, uh, does Jake have a legitimate chance of making this defensive core?
0: Oh, I'm sure. He, I, I mean, I would say most of these guys are talented enough. You know what makes the difference.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't be there if they weren't, but uh, Buyam um has had some experience. Um Elaine Hudson obviously might wear the C on this team.
0: I could see that for sure. I could could see that. And I I would sit here and tell you that um, as we look here, you know, there are a couple of people on this roster that um, look like they might, you know, I don't know if they're they're not all, a lot of these, some of these guys are first round picks. Like Sam Renzel was a first round pick last year for the Blackhawks. Um, you would think he hasn't you know, I mean, it's not an NHL roster where they give the first round picks uh, extra time. But, you know, um, you know, though he's got a big body at six four. He's probably the, the biggest defenseman on this roster. That probably gives him a little bit of an edge over some of the other guys. Just because he's that big doesn't mean he's physical, but you have to kind of assume that there's some of that there. It's because you know that, that there's always you always need somebody to clear out the front of the net.
1: Yes, you definitely do. Okay, let's jump to the forward group, 23 of them. Some names that jumped out to Meatball, and if I miss somebody, fire away, but Cutter Gaffier we um, could
0: could, will probably wear a letter, too.
1: Yeah, he he jumped right out at me from what I saw last summer at camp. Isaac Howard, who made the move from Duluth to Michigan. Michigan or Michigan State? Michigan uh, State, Michigan I think. State. Yeah, Michigan I think State. Michigan State. I, I could catch myself in that. Cole Canubel, got some bloodlines there. Yeah, maybe. He might be okay. Uh, Tanner Ludke. I like right. him. I like well, uh, Cam Lund a lot. Frank Nazar the third, I really like what this kid brings. Plays at the University of Michigan, a lot of talent. Danny Nelson is uh, as a kid also that uh, jumps I out remember. at you. Uh, this forward group, let, listen um, to this. I they mean, got we're Jimmy we're Snuggerud still, again and yeah, Charlie I mean, Strammel again. And this
0: is going to be his third year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And they're going to bring Will Smith in, who may be one of the top five draft picks this year. Uh,
0: that's that. I mean, that's a front line right there. That, I mean, I don't know if they'll all play on the same line because they all shoot right-handed, but I, I would assume that two of those three will be on a line um, and just, you know, and, and uh, just nasty, nasty stuff. Um, you know, maybe Roger McCrordy plays on that line as a lefty. Uh just some I mean obviously I don't have Canada's roster in front of me, but wow, just another year of, of guys who who were just get you out of your seat offensive players.
1: Yep, without a doubt. I mean it's gonna be a real battle. Of course David Carl, the head coach from the University of Denver, Denver University, um University of Denver. I just like to play around with people. Um, (laughs) University of Denver will be the head coach of this roster. And um, boy, uh, they got their work cut out from sorting through this group and trying to decide who's going to be on this roster and who is not. But uh, Paul, when you look at it just on paper, and I know it's real early and we haven't seen these guys play together or anything else, but where does the strength lie on paper? for this 2023 U.S. World Junior Championship potential team?
0: Once again, you'd have to think it would leans more towards the offensive side, although I think not nearly as much, a little more balanced than the 2023 World Junior Championship where they were definitely a forward-heavy sort of group um you've got a trey augustine in goal um you know who obviously will play most of those games unless he's not healthy and you know it always comes down to that right i mean um you know they have plenty of guys that can move the puck but so does everybody in this tournament you know it's who comes together the fastest but you you look said so you look at this the, the forwards here, right? Uh, Cutter Gauthier, first-round pick. Isaac Howard, first-round pick. Um, uh, Frank Nizar, first-round pick. Jimmy Snuggerud, first-round pick. And we don't know how many of these guys we, – we assume that Will Smith will be a first-round pick. Um, Ryan Leonard might be a first-round pick. Um, just – I mean, we're, we're talking about guys that – as I look down the list, uh, Gabe Parole might be a first-round pick. Uh, for for Charlie Strammel will probably be a first-round pick. So that's about eight first-round picks up front.
1: Yeah, I think the offense might carry this one, but uh, that's that's just me. Okay, so that's coming up later in July. They'll have their uh, their camp. And uh, we'll see who comes out of it, who looks the best. Uh, I was there last year's camp. That was exciting, man. It was a lot of fun to oh, see man. what uh, what they were putting together um, for the World Juniors. And last year was different because they put together two teams, uh, one for August and one for uh, December. Yes,
0: move this tournament back to August, please. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Yes, please, please. please. Plead, if you will. Anyway. Uh, That's
0: fine. I can do that, too.
1: (laughs) Let's get to the Augustana Vikings, another team that we're adding to our coverage area this year. Um, And uh, they open up the season October 7th and eighth. April. Guess who they're going to play?
0: Your boy, Mike Hastings.
1: Yeah, Mike Hastings and the Wisconsin Badgers will will be hosting the guys from Augustana. And that'll be right before the uh, Badgers head to North Dakota.
0: Well, good. I'm, I'm sure that the, the Badgers will be happy to have a couple of games. Now, <laughs> I mean, you know, first, you know, first weekend for a new team, definitely um, uh, going to be a a struggle, right? Because it doesn't matter how much you practice if you've never played a game before together. We all know the conditions for practice are different than the conditions under which you play. No matter how much you try to to emulate games in practice, you can't do it. And they're not playing an exhibition game, or at least not according to the schedule.
1: Not at this point. Uh, it doesn't Could look they like one? they would really have time because it's uh, October 7th and uh, 9th. Uh, I mean, Eighth, they, theoretically, they
0: still could add. I mean, it's not like there aren't plenty of ACHA teams in the neighborhood.
1: Yeah, they are in South Dakota, nearing the border of Minnesota so and North Dakota. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, then, then the next weekend, they'll get to play their first home games, not in the new Midco Arena, but at uh, Danny Sanford Premier Center. Um, they'll play host to Bowling Green.
0: Yeah, I don't know how big that building is. I assume it's bigger than Oceanside, but smaller than Mullet.
1: Yeah, I would say it's a little smaller than Mullet. Not a lot, though. I mean, it's uh, it's a pretty good size. It's a USHL rink, so it's pretty good. It was the premier spot for uh, hockey in South Dakota, I would say. Until now. Augustana will obviously become the big dog quickly. And that, Paul, might happen on the the third weekend of October, when they travel to play at Denver and at Colorado College.
0: Well, listen, I, I mean, you know, it's going to take probably half a season for...
1: Maybe Garrett Ray is going to check in with um, uh, Rico Blasi to see how that went <laughs> for oh, a
0: Listen, I mean... The goodest person as any to check into. And I'm sure he's had those discussions. You know, maybe we get Coach Ray Boyne on the podcast at some point. Maybe we even try to get Coach Blasi back out. Um but you know, they're gonna have their obvious growing pains because they're not gonna play a lot of games early at home.
1: Let, let me tell you about November. They go to Michigan Tech the first weekend of November. Then they're off a couple of weeks, and then Thanksgiving weekend, a home and home with Omaha. Who would ever thought that Omaha would be having a home and home with anybody?
0: (laughs) uh, First of all, it's great. Second of all, that might be a spot where they add a game or two before the season starts.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but that that will also be Friday night in Omaha. Saturday night they'll be back. And that's a, that's a USHL type schedule right there where you I, don't play know one, the, I don't know what the distance is. It, it's not very far, not very far at all. So that'll be it. First of all, I don't trust
0: trip. you. I, first of all, I don't trust you when you say not that far because. Because
1: <laughs> I travel I, what? 1,400 have, miles in a day. You have no, <laughs> I have,
0: you have, don't have context.
1: Okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, trust me on that. They're not that far apart. Um, Then, in December, they go to Northern Michigan. That's a brutally tough trip. Uh, Then, December, yeah. And then, December 15th, they're going to make it even tougher and go to Alaska, to Fairbanks, to play Alaska Fairbanks. Listen to this six-game stretch on the road. At Northern Michigan, at Alaska Fairbanks, at Notre Dame. Could it get much tougher?
0: Yeah, it could.
1: Not much when you consider weather, Miles traveled, teams that you're playing, you put it all together. That's a pretty tough six-game schedule.
0: Well, yeah, I get that, especially for a, for an expansion team. But, you know, your guys in green and white, BU and Duluth back-to-back, pretty tough week of road games right there.
1: Yeah, but this is six in a row, six games in a row.
0: Yeah, there's two weeks off between each of them, though.
1: Yeah, but they're travel, they're travel days, so it's I don't know. Okay. I think All it's a right. challenge. Anyway, let's get to January because in the first weekend in January, they'll get Minnesota State at home. Right. They still so won't open up nice, the new Midco Center yet.
0: That's a nice That's a nice uh, home series for them. That's nice.
1: And that's an easy, easy trip also. Mankato it, over to Sioux Falls, not bad, even it, in January. Okay. Plows will be out. Ugh. And they'll plow them a path because – the nineteenth and twentieth, they're going to make a trip to sunny Arizona to take on your Arizona State Sun Devils.
0: Yeah, that won't be too much of a distraction, I don't think. <laughs> My guess is they play they play uh, Minnesota State on Saturday the sixth. My guess is by Monday, January eighth, they'll be on a plane.
1: <laughs> I don't think they're going that early. They might. <laughs> No, I well, don't think well, if so. Well,
0: if we get the coach on, we'll ask him because I'll bet he's willing to do it.
1: I'm sure he's willing to do it. I'm just saying I don't think the university's going to pay for two weeks in Arizona. It's not? <laughs> anyway, so they'll get the Arizona State Sun Devils, and nobody better to ask about that than the mouthpiece of Arizona State Sun Devil hockey. Really? Who's that? Oh, that'd be you. Me? <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, then I,
0: listen. I would say the mouth. If you want to say the mouthpiece.
1: <laughs> then on the twenty sixth and twenty seventh, what everybody in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, has been waiting for for a couple of years now is the home opener weekend series versus Fair State. I need somebody to be there for that, so I'm projecting that Paul Hornstein should be in Sioux Falls on the twenty sixth and twenty seventh of January.
0: Um. I can give you 5.9 reasons why you better hope that that's not the case because I'm not doing
1: it. <laughs> I think that would be an enjoyable trip for you. No. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. Um, and then February opens up with a trip to Bemidji State. Right. Followed by, East by Saint the St. Thomas Tommy's headed to Go. By the way,
0: just so people understand, Augustana is going to the CCHA. They've already been admitted, but they don't technically uh, start conference play until I guess next year or the year after. So they're getting their feet wet in the right. CCHA right now. Right, they're not playing a full CCHA schedule,
1: and they're they're getting it done before um, they find out if they're going to be part of a new conference. well we can get did a, I we say that. that, or did I just think about it? Well, I think I might have been thinking, out loud. About it. Yeah, thinking okay. out loud. Yeah, thinking out loud. Yeah. Uh February sixteenth and seventeenth, they're gonna go to Lake Superior State. I will not be there on my birthday to uh to see them. Uh I unfortunately. Blame,
0: I do not blame you for that.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to Lake Superior State. Sorry, uh Mike Schmidt, Brandon Schmidt, um Bryce Schmidt. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to your Lake Superior State yeah, no, that weekend. No. I don't, no. Uh, but no. then Paul Hornstein back on an airplane as a uh, as Alaska Anchorage comes to Midco. So your first chance to see Midco on your birthday. Yeah. no, not happening. No, you're not going to go there on your birthday. No, it's late February can't be much more than six, seven feet of snow. Exactly. <laughs> At March first and second they'll round out their season, their inaugural season, with uh, a battle. With Alaska Fairbanks at Midco, that's pretty cool that they get yeah. to play Alaska Fairbanks their last weekend of the year at Midco.
0: No, that's good. That's that's a, that's you know good for them. I mean, I I've always wondered, as you know, why some of those schools around there outside of the Green and White team don't have hockey. Um, but obviously um Augustana got the check and uh, they did the job.
1: Yep, and they're preparing like they want to be a championship team sooner rather than later. So we'll find it's out over. not only with the schedule but with the roster and all of that good stuff uh, how that all plays out. Down the stretch, great job with their website, great job with looks like partners joining on board, so that's cool. Um, they're uh, they're out there hustling. They hired their coach early, so they'd uh, have the opportunity to set everything up the way he wants it done. Garrett Rayboy, right. Um still trying to get coach on, so hopefully we get him on uh, very soon. And uh, good chance to talk to him one on one about just how good this team might be.
0: Well, I'm I, I, listen. We've seen enough teams that are either restarting or startups. And the goal in the first year, obviously, just be competitive. Be competitive. You want to win as many games, obviously, as you can, but you got to be realistic.
1: Yep. And you got to hold your guys' um, uh, attention, if you will. You got to keep them interested and relevant in your program. And you got to keep them interested in the three, four, five year vision. Um, as far as what lies ahead and what you're going to do. So we'll see what happens. Um, the coaching staff filled out now, I think Garrett's got himself and Andy uh, Brushetto, and Taylor Nelson uh, on his staff. So that's going to be interesting to see how that all goes and how they come together as a coaching staff. I can tell you right now it's possible to put together a championship uh, coaching staff early because the Coachella Valley Firebirds certainly did it this season uh, with the group that they put together.
0: Well, listen, I mean, anything is possible. I'm just sitting here and I think you have to be realistic.
1: Yeah, of course you do, but, but you can still be highly competitive.
0: Well, well, I think, like I said, I think that's the goal, right? Be competitive.
1: Are are you surprised at all that one Lindenwood lions team is not on this roster? Scheduled? Schedule? Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: kinda am, yeah. I
1: right, definitely I am. I, am. I don't know if that's to be added or if they're just not playing them. But I, I thought for sure that Augustana and Lindenwood would play this year, but just based on proximity and the newness of the schools and all that, but maybe it just hasn't worked out or didn't work out the season. But I'm shocked at that. Um hold on a minute. I think I see Lady Liberty walking in and she's wearing a jersey. It says the cord.
0: I don't know what the hell you're talking about.
1: <laughs> oh, the rumors have been circulating down here. That one Joey Decord, Paul, Paul's uh, pride alum from Arizona State, may be considering a job with the Rangers?
0: Uh, that would be a nightmare. But...
1: <laughs> and again, that's purely speculation. Nobody has given us a uh, a uh, hint. You're he's just, you're uh, actually, as to whether you're just it. saying it
0: just a... To- to, to 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 annoy me, so let's, <laughs> let's call it like it is.
1: No, if I was saying that, I would say he's coming to the island because that no, would really but, get you worked up.
0: No, because I would uh, listen. Lou Lamarillo doesn't work that way. That's the, that's that's <laughs> how that's how I know that would be a lie.
1: Uh, what what does he do? He works on the power play.
0: Um, I wish somebody would.
1: <laughs> just checking so we'll keep tabs on what Joey does he's a G6 restricted or unrestricted free agent um, so we'll find out if uh, the push comes from Seattle to keep him or if he finds a sweeter deal somewhere who knows he might look really good on Broadway
0: yeah no comment
1: <laughs> I told you I said I think we can get these NHL credential things to work out if he does end up on Broadway, you can go there and, you know, attend a lot of those Ranger games and maybe visit with Joey afterwards.
0: That would be a nightmare.
1: <laughs> What's well, not far from the school, is it? Yes. <laughs> yes. How can it be far from the school? You're in a burrow.
0: Right. Just what not, is that, well, five I minutes? With, I don't care what the. if I'm in a helicopter, maybe. <laughs> that's never happening.
1: Anyway, just check
0: That I can probably You have a better (laughs) Let's put it this way You have a better shot To get me Up to Grand Forks in December Than you have of ever getting me in a helicopter
1: Oh, okay (laughs) I thought you were going to get To ever get you in Madison Square Garden
0: No I've been there
1: Okay (laughs) Yeah, I forgot you got that Ranger blood in you
0: Uh, My father rooted for that team.
1: Yeah. And then you just left it. Just left it just like that, huh?
0: You never understood what the hell happened.
1: (laughs) A lot of people (laughs) say that about you. Yeah, but... You never really understood what the hell happened.
0: But that has nothing to do usually with the teams I root for.
1: (laughs) Yeah, good point. Okay. Well, that wraps up another segment. Hopefully, we get a guest tomorrow night for... uh, College Hockey West Weekly, our magazine show. But for now, take it away, my friend. From the
0: Summer Skate Studios, this has been Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, home of the God sauce. And people, I don't know what you got to do to get yourself some, but do it. I promise you it'll be the best barbecue sauce that you've ever had. Um, As they rebuild the 5611 South Valley View Boulevard location, you can still go to 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Uh, where the food is summed up in one word, perfection. Buy Summer Skates, whether you use your own name or number or that of your favorite player, show off your game in style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. Buy Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalies' needs better than we do. See the website for our three valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game with the premier ACHA m one program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. By the Caesars Sportsbook App, proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with two locations in Tempe, one in Pine Top and the Ghost Kitchen in Queen Creek. Lunch, dinner, or your next catered event at thespaghettishack.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and Eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app or download on your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing. I-T-H-S-W Podcasts, all one word. That's I-T-H-S-W Podcasts, all one word. Uh, if you like what you hear, tell a friend or leave a positive review. Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network.
1: Very well done, my friend. Uh, We will keep watching and listening as a big week this week in Nashville, Tennessee. The uh, scouting combine and, of course, the draft uh, Wednesday and Thursday from Nashville Awards. I believe we're on right now. Maybe they just completed. I don't know. Something like that. But um, what's that?
0: Isn't the first round on Thursday?
1: I think it's Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday. Is it? I believe so. I'd have to double check. I could be wrong. But, yeah, I think I think Thursday they start at uh, like uh, eleven a.m. like that Eastern time. Um, See how I, I did that? Uh,
0: the twenty eighth and twenty ninth. So yeah, that would be uh, Wednesday and Thursday. First round on uh, Wednesday night.
1: Yep. Seven o'clock, and the rest not of tonight, Wednesday. but Wednesday night.
0: Yeah, and next, you know, the rest of it on uh, Thursday morning, starting at eleven.
1: Yep. Sounds good. Okay, we'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Tell everybody tune in tomorrow night for College Hockey West Weekly. Of course, on Wednesday night, Steve Marsh and I will be back. We've got a special guest Wednesday night. We've got the new head coach from the University of Arizona Women's Program joining us. So that'll be a nice. fun interview. And then, of course, Thursday, the Pro Hockey West Report where we start talking about the guys that have had their names called and are becoming professionals for the very first time. That'll lead us into next week, Paul, which is development week, which that'll be me more fun.
0: Well, and plus we got July 4th in there somewhere. <laughs> Something like
1: that. Yeah. All right, we'll say goodnight. Goodnight, everybody.
0: Goodnight.